Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we would love it if you gave us a rating on something that you can give podcasts a rating to, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, any of those things. Uh, and then for the time being, you can also follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. If we ever change that, we'll let you know. Uh, anyway, uh, with that out of the way, uh, let's jump into today's Rewind, which is for Season 2, Episode 5 of Jessica Jones, titled AKA The Octopus, which originally premiered on March 8th of 2018. And as always, here's a summary of the episode. Jessica spends a day at the police station before Hogarth convinces her to tell the truth to the detectives. Detective Costa, henceforth called Detective Number One, believes Jessica and releases her with a promise that she will keep uh, Detective Number One informed of her investigation. Despite, despite the fact that Detective Sunday, henceforth called Detective Number Two, thinks she uh, teamed up with the killer. Trish, uh, bailed out by her mother from prison or from jail the previous day, Struggles with a hangover after using Simpson's evil inhaler. Griffin asks her to marry him, but Trish turns him down. She takes she takes the evil inhaler again. Malcolm takes Inez Green to Hogarth, who agrees to protect her. Hogarth asks Inez about the IGH experiments. Jessica meets with David Kowicki, an inmate at a mental hospital serving time for the murder of Inez's uh, co-worker who actually was actually killed by Super Murder Lady. Jessica learns uh, of a shared interest in octopuses that Kawaki had with uh, an IGH doctor and visits the aquarium. She recognizes uh, uh, the doctor from a, new, a memory uh, that she has of her accident. Uh, at the aquarium, he meets with Super Murder Lady and kisses her. When Super Murder Lady realizes Jessica's watching them, she smashes the glass of the aquarium and escapes. Yep. Splash, splash. Everyone's eaten by sharks and piranhas or whatever they have in the aquarium. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was always wondering if they have alarms like that, and I'm still curious because I mean, it's a TV show. They, they kind of have to. If, like, if there's even a crack in that water, it's going to be a major problem. <laughs> and you have some type of, like, warning system. Yeah, I, I guess my real question is, how would the alarm work? That, that's the part that really confuses me. Yeah, I, I don't l- lasers, magnets, uh, microchips. I don't know. Choose a buzzword. Okay. All right. <laughs> Depending yeah, on the combination decade. of the three. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Gamma radiation. Yeah, any of those things. Yeah, okay. yeah. X-ray vision. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, squirrels that will inform an alarm attendant. All right. Uh, moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? Uh, what do you have for us, Al? Uh, octopuses have no bones, and they can fit through a hole the size of a quarter. And finally, no other DNA is like an octopus. So I have one... Um... Fast fact, and or actually, I have like four, but they're all about octopuses, and those were a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you just listen to what they said in the episode and copy them down? I looked it up to verify. 
Oh, I mean, sorry, I knew about I knew about the quarter thing, but I was mostly interested in uh, the DNA and stuff like that. So yeah, I looked it up to to verify, and it's true. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cool. Yep. Octopi are aliens, and also probably our future overlords. So, well, someone needs to be. Yeah. Um. Also, the octopus, other than being like the source of, uh, David Kuecki's and the Doctor's like shared interests, it's also a metaphor for Jess, as she kind of says in this, like. She has these unusual powers. Uh, she'll amputate anyone out of her life so she can just not be weighed down. Um, she's solitary. So yeah, Jessica's an octopus with four legs. So okay. and, and a torso. Doesn't need water. And she has bones. So she's more like a person, but kind of mm-hmm. but metaphorically, she's like an octopus. Okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I don't really see it, but. I guess she does have two eyes. Wait, how many eyes do octopuses have? Two. I believe. Okay, there you go. I'm pretty right. sure. There's another similarity. Yep. Um, um, do they drink a lot? I mean, they live in water, so I don't think they drink alcohol, but they do need a lot of liquid. Hmm. Okay, that feels like the opposite. All right, well, then never mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. I think through the rest of this episode, we'll just have to find more ways that Jessica's like an octopus. <laughs> okay. Yep. That, that works for me, uh, for just this episode. Well, yeah, obviously. This episode is called Jessica Jones, a.k.a. The Octopus. So, in fact, I don't know why we haven't done this all along. These are all alternative names for Jessica, right? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you gotta tie that in every time for the next eight episodes. Okay, works for me. <clears throat> All right, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I so, never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. We'll start with our modern-day B. Arthur, our comedic comedian genius, Jessica Jones, also known as the Octopus. All right. So, um, did you see any holes in that room, Al? Uh, the the room she starts in, that jail cell. Yeah. Yes, jail cell. Uh, I mean. Any room, I, I any saw holes a... the size of a quarter or larger? <laughs> uh, you know, no. I saw a hole the size of a fist that was made at one point. Um, that's about it, yeah. So do you think she was trying to, like, flow through the hole she made? It's like, let's Maybe. see, I, I am the octopus. Cuckoo, yeah, Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and then she realized, oh, no, she can't do that one because she, she does have bones. So yeah. For now, we'll see what happens with her transformation. That's true. We've got a few episodes left. Yep. Also, she's sober, so this is hard for her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess she's she's usually not sober. Like, I, I guess I don't know what percentage of time she's sober versus not. So, I mean, I'm going to guess she's like at least buzz like 80% of the time. 
Okay, yeah, that works. Or if not, or she's hungover and she just needs more alcohol. <laughs> At least that's her logic. Uh, probably. I mean, it was, it was this episode, right, where uh, Malcolm like redoes her her office, and then she yes. gets really mad that he like got rid of her alcohol. Um, well, he moved he it, but she it, thought yeah. the police stole it. <laughs> oh, that's that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, or the the guy who stole all that that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that would be that's the ultimate vengeance. Is if uh, Price Chang wants to get vengeance on Jessica, you get her banned from every liquor store in Hell's Kitchen. Ooh, and he might be able to do it too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Josie's will be the hardest one. Mm-hmm. I mean, true, but. Like, I feel like a lot of people would accept bribes, honestly, to not sell to Jessica. Although that's yeah, a lot I of would... income. <laughs> it's true. It's the hard part, right? It's a lot of income from her. It's steady income. And also, is she really the kind of person you want mad at you? <laughs> yeah. She's not even She's not even drunk sober. She's Or she's not even drunk angry. She's sober angry. That's worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's got a headache. God, that's terrible. Uh, so yeah, she's uh not arrested for murder, although initially that's why she was arrested, but for obstruction of justice, because true, she does obstruct justice a lot because <laughs> she likes her <laughs> secrets. Yeah, I I honestly couldn't tell exactly why they took her. Like the obstruction of justice was after, right? Because they just walked up and arrested her. Like, they didn't ask her questions like, were you here? Did you do this? Um, so I, I wasn't sure about the reasoning there, but eh, they, they don't really need a reason, right? They yeah. just kind of take you and eh, fudge some numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like they have a certain amount of time. They say 72 hours in this, but to charge her with something. So it's like, <laughs> something like this happens after someone breaks into her apartment. Yeah, it's possible it's her. <laughs> Because you don't want to take her down, like, in have to, like, hunt her down because she's a private eye with superpowers. It's not going to be easy. Yeah, exactly. You take her now. Well, you can. And then um, pray that she forgets she can break out of those handcuffs whenever she wants. Yeah, right. I mean, she's not Superman. (laughs) She, (laughs) there are strong enough handcuffs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but do they have them? Uh, yes. Okay, cool. Saying After seeing... Uh, <laughs> well, there was that scene in Luke Cage, right? Where he just breaks them. Um, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing maybe maybe after seeing that, uh, New York as a whole, all the precincts, had to uh, spend more money to get those. And they just use them all the time now, just in case. I mean, the amount of superpower people in New York alone. Uh, Jessica says at one point there are 99 of them. So you gotta be ready. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, so she uh Hogarth kinda gets mad at her for trying to push people away, which is very much the pot calling Michaela Black. Mm-hmm. Uh but then she like to get out of everything, she tells the police like everything about IGH and stuff like that. She quote unquote starts at the beginning. Um mm-hmm. which is the best place to start. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you don't want to start later and then go like two weeks back because that's that's just horrible and it's yeah it sucks. Oh, Jessica's in a cell. How did this happen? Let me tell you. 
um, I am curious what she counts as the beginning because they like left the scene so that way they wouldn't have to recap everything that they've already told us as the audience. I mean, it's got to be her accident, or would it be the wizard? Would... Yeah, exactly. Like, what what is the beginning? Is it the beginning of what she knows of IGH? Uh, the beginning of the investigation that she's doing, um, you know, all of that stuff. Like, where, where, from the perspective of the beginning, beginning of what? So first, there was a big bang, and then mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. billions of years, planets formed. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm with you so I'm far. Following <laughs> so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, some of these planets have a celestial baby inside of them, right? I mean, obviously, I th- probably like. Most of them with uh, intelligent life, right? I don't know. They made it sound like it was it was rare. They, okay. they only need to make one every couple billion years. Possibly. Like, I don't know about the gestation rate of Celestial. What's their population? There Are there really like six of them? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Sure. Six, exactly. No more, no less. Yeah, I mean, ego died, and that's why the new one needed to be born. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, uh, the detective number one lets him go. Uh, detective number two, little prejudiced against um you people, to, uh, superhero people, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. making broad generalizations like they like to team up. Jessica did not like her team up. She hated it all. <laughs> exactly. I mean, she did it because she had to, but she hated every second of it. Exactly. Fighting ninjas, not really her thing. It's no. like, it's just, it's just weird, right? Like, why, why would she do it? No, they should call someone else. Yeah. Anybody else. Putting up with yeah. Danny Rand, no way is thing. Except for apparently, um, Luke Cage's. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. No one likes his, Danny his Rand. money gets him pretty far. Yeah, that's true. Um, so she gets released, right? Mm-hmm. And then is Price just like staying in front of the precinct? Like he was just there, like coming around the corner right when she leaves. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Maybe, maybe he like paid someone. To let uh, him yeah. know when she's being let out. That, that's all I can think of. Because, yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I didn't think about it until you said it. That he just showed up immediately. I mean, he could have been nearby and then got the text. But I mean, how long was she in that cell, too, right? Like, Well, we know... It, it can't um, have been the full 72. No, Trish was unconscious for 26 hours. So... Oh, that's right. At least 26 hours. Probably longer than that. Okay. So, so I think 28, 29. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she was probably just, not she, he was probably just like driving around the block for the last 30 hours. Well, I mean, it's either that or find a parking spot, which is also yeah. very hard to do. Well, York, I mean, so. he was driving around the block searching for a parking spot for the last 30 hours. <laughs> I mean, it was... that's, that's New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> At that time, it was actually cheaper for gas than paying for parking in New York City. Man, how things change in four years. 
right? <laughs> um, yeah, he he accuses her of murder because he heard it. Did he hear the murder? Was he on, like on the phone with the guy when everything happened? Um, he he did see parts of it, right? Because the the guy who was murdered had like a webcam on him. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So, and I I think that's how Price like saw some of the stuff in Jessica's office too. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I think he was ah. seeing him pick stuff. I I think. Um, but yeah, at, at a minimum, yes, there was audio, but I'm pretty sure there was some kind of video. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so it's another woman with very similar powers. Uh, yeah, I could understand him why he expects it's Jessica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, it's one of those like, oh, it kind of makes sense, right? It's someone just broke into her apartment. Uh, okay, I guess it makes sense that that the person would be angry about that. Um, and then what else? Uh, I guess on the video, he does kind yeah. of see that it's, it's a woman. So that, yeah. you know, and the woman it, with super strength, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like enough of these things do point to someone like Jessica. So I guess, I mean, he's wrong because there happens to be, you know, more than yeah. one person with that set of powers. Uh, he just wants it to be her. Oh yeah, I mean he already has a problem with her. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Jessica, after this encounter, and I like her lines like she's not. A, she says she's not a killer today. Um, <laughs> which is true. Uh, yeah. she asks uh, Hogarth for um. Uh, for a safe house for Inez, and does so by like opening up to her and telling her a few of her secrets about what uh, Inez is going through and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... Being the, um, the nice hero type of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she goes home and Malcolm uh, bought her a new computer and cleaned up more than her place has ever been cleaned up before. <laughs> um, <laughs> she... She... We've talked about this before. This is all about Jessica, like, opening up and accepting people in her life and accepting, like, good things, uh, Mm -hmm. like Malcolm. Uh, So being promoted to an associate to show her appreciation. Uh, I feel like Malcolm, uh, his promotion, he asks immediately, does it come with a pay raise? Which is fair, but also he just started getting paid, like, two days ago. So, like, wait for your first paycheck, and then ask for your pay raise. Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> he's he's being paid based off of the paychecks that come in, right? It's not like, he's not like an hourly employee or something. Yeah, he's just he's like, 20% of if, whatever they get. Okay. So, as long as Jessica's getting paid, he's getting some money. Um, yeah. I mean, she... <laughs> He's the one who negotiated how much money. So I guess it makes sense that because I was thinking that she could respond with, yeah, I'll make sure it's in your your next paycheck, your raise. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, nothing. Uh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, working for Jessica, who's obviously notoriously bad at collecting money from people. 
So she's always doing stuff for herself, pro bono, or just stealing pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. At least from what we see. Yeah, she's bad at that. Uh, yeah. Well, you know who would probably be good at that? Uh, someone with, like, empathy and charisma, like Malcolm. He could be Ooh, her yeah. collector. <laughs> yeah, she just sends him uh, later, like, if they don't pay the first time. He's like, all mm-hmm. right, well, let me send someone who's actually good with people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Trish would probably do it, though. <laughs> she just wants yeah, to Yeah, but that. she's busy. Yeah, she she's busy. Is she, though? Because she seems to be, like, with Jessica on all her missions. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she she's an adrenaline junkie of some kind, right? Oh, 100%. Rich. Like, she, yeah. Like, the first season, she was, always, she was, like, the fit one. She was fighting Simpson, mm-hmm. um, you know, all that kind of stuff. This season... It hasn't really jumped into it, but yeah, she's getting up there. I mean, well, yeah, she's already taken that that combat inhaler Simpson had. Yes, Ugh. yeah. She also, um, yeah, she wants to be part of the action, but she's also a an ex drug addict or still a drug addict. Mm-hmm. They don't. They say they don't ever become ex anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's like she's looking for that rush. And we'll talk about yeah. her when we get to her. But, <laughs> yeah. If if Jessica didn't care about her well-being, she'd be in it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she would be. But, yeah. But uh, she... Uh, Jessica finds her next step, her next clue. This guy, or actually more... Um, Malcolm finds it. This guy had taken the blame for the murder of Inez Green's like coworker, the other nurse, um, mm-hmm. when the like evidence says it wasn't him. So she goes and gets a new ID from uh, the super. When should I start learning the super's name, Al? Do you think this is the appropriate time, <laughs> or wait till like next uh, week? <laughs> I think specifically next week. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Good. So I'll have to look it up yet. Yeah, I mean, she, that's that's smart thinking. Good thing she already knows someone who can make this fake ID that she needs. Mm-hmm. So, good for her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she owes him, and he asks her out for dinner. And apparently, uh, yeah, his flirting with her. I mean, this guy, I mean, I know he's an ex-con, but you can do better than Jessica Jones, really. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jess. I love you as a character, but... Not the most, like, emotionally stable. Yeah, I mean, considering that he keeps saying all he cares about is his son, this... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he could do better... A better person as far as people who have skills being around children. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he does still feel like he owes Jessica because she saved his son. But, I mean, come on. It's it's the kid's own fault. <laughs> it really is. Well, I, yeah, it is yeah. the kid's own fault, but not everyone would... I mean... Yeah, you still give Jessica credit for saving this kid from his own stupidity. <laughs> uh, Alright, yes, that's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, And he actually makes her smile briefly when he <laughs> tells her not to smile. That's a trick I use on kids all the time. No. If a kid... 
if a kid at work is sad or like not like desperately sad but like grumpy i'll tell them mm-hmm. not to smile and then it will immediately make them smile oh so good to know jessica's mentally like a 10 year old kid <laughs> gotcha so is it like uh like yawning if someone says yawn you yawn so in this case it's if you tell them to not smile they're gonna smile yeah kind of it's more like at least in a kid's mind i think i'm i don't know anything about the psychology of this but in a kid's mind it's like all right i'm gonna be super serious but now they're thinking about laughing so yeah works about 95 percent of the time with a person under 10 years old oh okay that's that's pretty good pretty good numbers yep um speaking about people with the mind of a 10 year old she goes to see uh I just has named Dave down here. I'm going scrolling back to my um, <laughs> Dave Coex. That's what I have written down too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, she breaks not breaks in. She infiltrates the uh, mental ward, right? Yeah, yeah, she gets in. Um, yeah, she starts talking to Dave, play? and oh, sorry, go ahead. Go no, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say she starts talking to Dave, and I like how she, uh, how she's she knows what questions to ask him and like how to lead him to things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's something she's done before if she has practice, uh, but she was pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. I feel as it's part of her private eye ness is like manipulating people into giving out the information that she needs to hear, and it's just easier mm-hmm. on someone mentally disabled. Yeah, true. Yeah. I do um, enjoy the realization that he says the same thing every time someone asks him about the murder. Like he's been trained to or like memorize this confession that he obviously didn't really um, do the crime. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tony, have you seen the newest Men in Black movie, Men in Black International? Yes, but... I don't okay. remember much of it. <laughs> okay, cool. But not well, very uh, I'm, okay, well, I'm going to ruin the movie. So anyone who's listening, if you haven't seen this movie that came out, what, three years ago? Two years ago? Anyway. Um, so the, the big reveal at the end is that, um, what's his name? Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, they did the mind wipey thing on him as an agent. Uh, yeah. And so every time they, they asked him, you know, like, about an event he was always saying the same thing over and over and so anytime i see something like that on a, on a tv show or whatever i i know like oh yeah they're they're obviously we're being told to say this because they're not changing up the story at all oh yeah um j- yeah just like for some reason if anyone asks me uh about tahiti i always just say it's a magical mm-hmm. place and you know what? i'm just not going to question that one because i don't no. i don't want to know why i always say that mm-hmm. Yeah, at some point, if someone tampers with your memories, they probably did it for a good reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she gets, uh, leads him to Dr. Carl, is what he calls him, right? Yep, Dr. Carl. Dr. Carl. Um, and he draws a picture, actually a surprisingly good picture of, um, the aquarium and where he goes and she spends the next like i'm guessing few days scoping out the aquarium for the doctor yeah i was trying to figure this out like i i assume that it, he only went to one aquarium 
or that mm-hmm. Dr. Carl only ever went to the one. So I guess that makes that easy. But yeah, it's kind of implied that she was going a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to look up aquariums in New York. If there's more than one. <laughs> I, there there has to be. There's got to be. Well, the first, thing that, the first thing that pops up is the six best aquariums in New York. So. <laughs> uh, all right, fine. <laughs> I mean, maybe she, like, knew where he worked at or something. Or he told her. That, that was my assumption. Like, either she asked him or she found his work history kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that part was pretty easy. But, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she eventually finds him and finds a super murder lady, uh, meets up with him and kisses him passionately. And then she mm-hmm. cracks the, gra- the glass to escape with the help of Nemo. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else for Jessica? Um, you know, actually I do have one other thing, but... Yeah. I'll bring that up later when we're talking about Trish. So, uh, actually, no. No, I don't have anything else. Okay. Um, and have we discovered any other ways she's also like an octopus? Ooh, oh, that's a good question. Um, she uses tools. Octopus use tools. That's one of the oh, facts I know true. about octopus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, um, do, do octopus know how to work in groups? Because she delegated some work to Malcolm uh, yeah. in this episode. I'm going to say yes, based on not knowing enough about Octopus. Okay, alright, cool. Yeah, so okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> alright, we'll have to keep an eye out for any more Octopus-like tendencies. <clears throat> but I think we're done with Jessica right. the Octopus right now. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Alright. Good old comedian Octopus. Alright, uh, no other heroes still, right? Correct. Then let's take a quick uh, break for these ads. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. All right, Tony, uh, I'm sorry to dox you right here, but you are a married man. Uh, When you made the decision to propose, what was the easiest part? Um... That's a very, I don't know. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> weird question. <laughs> That's right. Buying a ring. Because yeah. Tony called our friends at Rooftop Rings. And in this one very specific scenario, you should be like Tony. Rooftop Rings is the one and only engagement ring shop in town, which is good. Because even if there were another one, it wouldn't be as good. They have rings for engagements, rings for fingers, and even rings with diamonds in them, which I'm told are the most uh, frequently requested type of engagement ring. Find rooftop rings in the basement of your nearest bank. They're everywhere. And use promo code MCU Rewind to get a full refund if your partner says no. <laughs> that's that's hard to find, is that full refund when your partner says no. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. You usually end up like having to go to a pawn shop or something. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. 
and the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Which we don't get a lot from Dr. Carl yet, so all I have is Super Murder Lady. Yep, same. Because we had multiple names for her, but they've all seemed to be false so far. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Super Murder Lady is at least descriptive enough of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she burns. She took all the evidence uh, that Jessica had and burned it, which was... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's not so surprising. I was surprised in the moment, but like looking back... Yeah, why was she there if not for the evidence? Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I The only th- thing I'm a little bit surprised on is that she burned it all at her home. But I guess, okay, I guess that, that makes sense. Sure. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's <sighs> Maybe she's yeah. not a, an evil genius. She's just an evil person. Yeah, I mean, I'd go with that. Most people who are evil aren't also geniuses. So, like, it's it's rare, right? I mean, it's true. It's true. But in comic books and owners of Twitter, they're usually evil and rich, not evil and smart. So you're right. She doesn't seem that rich either. (laughs) That's true. There are a lot of doctors, people with, you know, these high degrees that probably don't actually have those degrees. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're all honorary from either having enough money or uh like doing a super crime to get that mm-hmm. honorary degree i'm sure yeah yeah exactly yeah which may the fact that she burned it at home makes it way less awkward that she just takes off all her clothes to burn them because they have blood on them i thought it was like at the beach or something and like you don't have to go home like that woman yeah i i had the exact same thought and then she walked inside like oh okay yeah I guess that makes sense. And it's probably like 2 a.m. So like, because if it was like 9 p.m. and it was dark, that would be a little weird because, you know, there's a decent chance of like neighbors being around or, or mm-hmm. something, you know, someone taking the dog out for a walk. But no. OK. All right. It's, guess that walking, walking their baby around and just approaching houses in the hopes that the baby will stop crying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that one, I guess, is more likely at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that scene? Of the woman who brought the baby over and then her destroying that the was that was just weird. Um, yeah. so when she destroys that piano, that woman with the baby was still there, right? Like I didn't miss something. I I I think she started banging on the piano loud uh, when she mm-hmm. was there. I think she had left before she started like physically destroying the piano. Okay, because I I didn't like I I didn't I didn't see a change right there uh, so i was just really curious what happened there with the the lady with the baby um i did not rewind to see if she left but okay yeah i i have written down uh uh super murder lady starts getting anxious at baby crying starts rocking and playing very hard scaring the neighbor away and the next note is she destroys the piano so i think the okay. lady left before the piano destru- destruction okay well that's good um yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's just one of those scenes to to show us the audience that she's not completely stable, right? Like, no, she, I mean, she is something... a multiple murderer, so we kind of figured mm-hmm. she wasn't stable. It, true. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, it's it's the Marvel universe. We some of them are, 
I can't I think, think of any. Yeah, no, I don't think of any like straight up murderers being stable. Even the murderers who are like essentially heroes, like Punisher, still not stable. Yeah, that's true. All right. Yeah. It, it, Thanos. Do, do we count him as a murderer, or is that like a, a different level? I mean, like he's. I don't know the term. I'm going to use the word genocidist because mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. caused a genocide. Uh, mm-hmm. And but that is still like murder on a massive scale. And I don't think he's stable. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. I don't like. Here's something. Who is the most sane supervillain in the MCU? Oh boy, that is a tough one. I'm just going um, through different movies at this point, and yeah, yeah, they're all they all have their own set of issues. Yeah, and I guess yeah, I guess if I have to go with someone right now, my first thought is um, uh, Zemo. Baron Zemo. Okay, yeah. I mean, his his motivations make sense. I would yeah. think like Z- Zemo or Killmonger, right? Or N- Namor. But we don't want to get into Ooh. him. Yeah, yeah let's, let's not, not get into him. But maybe Killmonger. I don't know. He, he... His entire story was, okay, take over this this small nation mm-hmm. so that I can then destroy the world, take over the world. We, I don't really know what his motivate, like his real plan well, was. Like to be recon- uh, reconquer the world uh, in a race war. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if he actually thought he'd win that. That's, that's the part like just these size of as, well, a, his, as a country, I mean, like how much damage yeah. could they really do? I mean, his, his plan, his plan was to give vibranium based weapons to, marginalized people around the world mm-hmm. yeah. okay all right i just didn't know if they had the amount of weaponry needed for that, that, that that's yeah. why like yeah, I, I didn't I, yeah okay all right um, i'll just rewatch I'm, that movie that's just yeah i rewatched it a couple months ago before uh wakanda forever came out mm-hmm. i'm trying to think i mean we'll be rewatching it soon after we finish jessica jones um that's right mm-hmm. oh, same Villains, I guess Justin Hammer. <laughs> I mean, he's stupid and greedy, but he's not insane. Yeah, that's true. I guess I didn't really think of him as a villain, but you're right. Not, he is. Yeah, he is antagonist kind of thing. He he doesn't get his hands dirty, but he does. He is okay with with uh, hiring someone to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he didn't hire someone specifically to kill Tony Stark. He hired him because he tried to kill Tony Stark. But yeah, hmm. or Vulture. Vulture could also be insane. I mean, he's a thief. Yeah, you know, he's not well, like he wasn't like megalomaniac. Even his murder was the the murder that he was trying he committed of killing the first Shocker was on accident. Yeah, that's true. But then later he's like full on. I'm just gonna kill a teenager. I don't, I don't know. As soon as you get to like yeah. killing a killing young end, I I feel like there's something else wrong with you. <laughs> this is true. But but um, you're right. As far as what we know, of the audience. Eh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, maybe there aren't any sane 
I mean, Zemo, you're probably right. Zemo's probably the most sane villain. Yeah, that first movie, it was it was, it was was revenge, is what he wanted. Yeah. Um, and even, like, he even though he was a straight mm-hmm. villain in Talking to Mary Soldier, his, like, evil motivations were, like, against the idea of super soldiers. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Yep. Are have we started the? Oh no. Okay, we're still talking the villains, obviously. So yeah, she's not a sane villain. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. She is not. Yep. All right. All right. Uh, anything else for uh, Super Murder Lady? <laughs> no, I've got nothing for her. All right. Moving on to Guy in the Chair. Guy in the Chair. I think that's what I want to do help people with abilities no 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 not those three wombats no way who do you want to start with uh let's start with trish i feel like she had the biggest guy in the chair or the the biggest moments of this episode for uh, a guy in the chair character uh yeah so she wakes up after being asleep for 26 hours Mm -hmm. mom even (laughs) Because she's seen her high, not concerned, like not very concerned about mm-hmm. her being asleep for 26 yeah. hours. Yeah, she's like, oh, this again. Uh-huh. All right, fine, fine. Let's get some makeup on her and pull out the kit. Give her some eye drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I know, like I have written down notes because obviously I was watching this in order and I did not remember the proposal. I'm like. <sighs> Mom, come on. She's like, uh, she might have just died. She has not even eaten in 26 hours at very least. Yeah. And you exactly. want her to go to this news interview. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. At, at a minimum, get her a protein bar. She needs something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, I like, well, I don't like, <laughs> but. <laughs> It's consistent that mom thinks, yeah, Jessica probably did kill that guy. So she can stay in jail for a while. Don't worry about it, Trish. Let's go move on with your life. Yeah. Yeah, she oh, she really hates Jessica. Yep. Yep. <laughs> God, I mean, Jessica, I, I don't know why. She's such a nice person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, was, was it like an episode or two ago where she was... Jessica was like threatening her. Well, yes, because Trish was might have been in danger, and Mom just didn't care. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, but like from her mom's perspective, yeah, like, yeah, she only sees that side of Jessica. True. That's true. Uh, um. Yeah. So they go to the pretty restaurant and sees people who she knows there, like her aunt and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I was relieved, because I couldn't remember this, that Griffin wasn't <laughs> evil. Same. Yeah, I, I mean, usually, like, I couldn't remember why he's not in season three, because I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. But I I was thinking, like, well, like, I guess he could be evil or he could die. Th- those are, like, the two possible answers that we see everywhere else. So, so obviously, uh, it's the unspoken but better third answer. It's like they just broke up. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, supposedly, we don't know if he'll come back in the season. Because obviously, we don't remember. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he very well could come back uh, as an evil character at this point. I feel like doing a proposal like this, while in some people's head is romantic, it's like actually really cruel. Especially, <laughs> it like pressure someone into not saying no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, it, it has to be one of those things where, like, your partner has said that that's a thing that they want. And I get the feeling she never said that. Like, he no. did it because he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, he's the type of person who likes to be the center of attention. And I think he thinks she does, too. She Like, he believes that I mean, that given she... their work. Yeah, yes. And also how he pushed her before to like go after the story and stuff. It's just like he's more interested in the career and the publicity than she is. I I don't that. know about that. I mean, okay, I I do think that he cares more about the publicity, but I, I mean, one of the things we see later in this episode, Trish saying, you know, part of the reason why she called it off with him was because she wanted the career, she wanted his job, uh, she was upset that her mom lied to her about the reason they were there. Like she wasn't upset about the, that, that her mom lied. She was upset that when she realized what it really was, that she was not getting that job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think she, she cares much more about wanting that job than I guess anything else. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's right. I, I took it more, I mean, as an indictment against their relationship, but yeah, she would, does want that job too. Mm-hmm. also maybe depending on the time of day she also probably wants some drugs but for now we'll see well she does want some drugs because as soon as the everything's over between her and um griffin uh she uh takes the inhaler again (laughs) yeah yeah she's like looking all over her apartment for it and then malcolm finds it Mm -hmm. yeah um I think that's next episode. Oh, you're right. That is the next next episode. Okay, that's right. She takes it here. She she really needs to lay off that because eventually it's going to run out. That's like, true. Only use it when you need it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that didn't even occur to me. But yeah, she doesn't know where to get more of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, I've never had to use an inhaler, so I don't know how often you replace a normal one. This one's bigger, so I don't know. Maybe it holds more or maybe it gives you more. I don't know. But, yeah. yeah, I'll tell you this. My inhaler, I mean, I like when I was like twelve. I they thought I had asthma. I did have a breathing problem, and they gave me an inhaler. Never used it once after I got out of the doctor. And to this <laughs> day, every time I go to the doctor, they ask if my asthma has ever acted up. I'm like, nope, <laughs> I don't think I had asthma. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah. So I last changed my inhaler in the year 2000 <laughs> all right so. 22 years that is okay these things work way better than i thought all yeah right, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right also if you use an inhaler probably double check with your doctor that 22 year thing might not be accurate <laughs> i mean yeah probably not okay okay um anything else for trish uh no, um, really quickly, I do want to mention something about Trisha's mom because oh, yeah. probably won't mention anything else about her. Um, 
I, I don't know how I got this far without realizing that her mom always calls Trish Pats for Patsy. Mm-hmm. Um, has, has she always done that? Yes. I mean, I didn't huh. like, I have noticed it before. I don't know if it's like 100% of the time, but hmm. yeah. Okay. Huh. And that re- that's okay. representative of her wanting to revisit the glory days of her having her own show and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, her mom definitely likes that time way more than Trish did, right? Yeah. But to be fair, that's because Trish was also a child star, and I'm told that's a horrible, horrible life. Uh, Yeah, I mean, from what I hear nowadays, it's better because there's been coverage of the horrible, horrible pe- lives that like people like Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. and Macaulay Culkin and Michael Jackson all had. So mm-hmm. I feel better about it nowadays, but still probably not healthy, like mentally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to talk about Malcolm. Did you get mm-hmm. so do you remember in Infinity War when uh, Tony like knights uh, Peter Parker into the Avengers? Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. I got those same vibes when Jessica puts Malcolm in front of in charge of Alias. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, never thought you'd get it here, kid. Probably don't deserve it, but you're in a tough spot, so you got it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You you need bodies for this kind of work, and uh, there he is. All right, you use yep. him. <laughs> I mean, like he goes from. Secretary to associate to um to in charge of alias investigations in like a forty eight hour period. I mean, he goes back when Jessica gets out, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And then as soon as he does, she he takes the big chair and tells Inez to start at the beginning. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, he knows what to do. Hundred percent of everything. Yeah, use the big chair. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about his conversation with Inez, like, after she stole his TV and left? The idea that he would use her as bait. Um, I, I was, I, I don't know. Like, I, I was trying to figure out if he would actually do that or not. And I don't know. Like, on one hand, I don't think he would. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, well, maybe he wants a win. I mean, he, he keeps... He, he keeps talking about, you know, because he's an addict, he'll he'll do things because, you know, that that's what gives him that, I mean, that rush. a high, right? Uh, yeah, a rush, right? Um, and maybe this is a living on the edge kind of thing. Like, yeah, maybe maybe I could do that, and and we'll save her, right? We've got Jessica who's got powers. Yeah, that's that's doable, I think. Yeah, so I yeah. could see him going down that road. I don't know, but would he actually do that? That I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, Jessica walks that fine line between doing what's right and being a terrible person. And you know <laughs> what? She kind of crosses over it a bunch of times. <laughs> yep. Um, But, so, like, him learning from her, he doesn't know the experience of when to cross the line and when not to. So he might do it thinking, oh, I could definitely save her. And then, uh, not. Like, failing to do it. Um, yeah, so, uh, like, after threatening to use her as bait, 
she agrees to go with him to the safe house and just drops his TV on the sidewalk. And I was thinking, <laughs> uh, luckily this takes place in New York City because this is the only place where you can yell about people being murdered and being used as bait uh, without anyone else noticing. Uh, I'm trying to think about L.A., maybe. There's, there's a lot of parallels, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. All right, anything else about Malcolm? Uh, no, that's it, yeah. All right. My one note for Hogarth is, how did it not occur to me that Hogarth would be interested in IGH's experiments? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, she She wants everything, anything she can get her hands on. Right, as yeah. far as the information about it, like, yeah, you're right. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's like, like when I was watching, like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else for Hogarth or anyone else in the chair? This is a pretty crowded chair. Like, hopefully, it's like it, it, chairs. Yeah, it is. It's 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 a sofa. Let's be honest. Yeah. For this show, it's it's a it, at very it's least a pretty a big sofa. <laughs> exactly. Bare minimum, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have anything else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to 12% of the plan. I've got nothing. All right, Al. Let's rate the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Tony, how are we rating it? We are rating it. Al, how many uh, tentacles are you giving this? Even though their octopus have eight tentacles, this octopus has dropped three of them to escape from Predator. So out of five octopus tentacles. Okay, so out of five. um, I'm going with a three. Yeah. Um, I feel like some parts of the, the episode were a little high. Some parts I just felt a little long, kind of dragged dragged on. I still just do not care about the villain stuff at all. Like, anytime mm-hmm. villain stuff is on, like, all right, got it. You're, you're bad. I, I know it'll, you know, it'll all add up at some point, but for now, it's just not drawing me in. So, yeah, the, the three. And I'm, I'm kind of rounding up to, to, to a three. So, yeah. How about you? Yeah, I'm going round down, round-ish down to 2.5. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we're proceeding, but this is the wheel-turning part of the 13-episode season. So, hopefully we'll get development next episode. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Not not great. Not great, Bob. Not great. <laughs> Alright, well, we'll see what, uh, what happens next week. Uh, but until then, uh, please follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind, and pretty, pretty please give us a five-star rating on... Uh, Whatever it is you use to give podcast ratings, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, etc., etc. Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. In the winter, in the summer, don't we have fun? Things are glomming, getting glomer. Still, we have fun. There's nothing surer. The rich get rich, and the poor get children. In the meantime, in between time, ain't we got fun?